and welcome to Mouse Cat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hiya. Hiya. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. How's it going? It's going. It's not too bad. It's been a long day. I don't think I've gotten my blood out of here, but... It's been one... Oh, sorry. I thought we were gonna... Wow, I thought you were going to sing. I thought we were going to sing. What is that? I thought you were going to... record, Sharpie, I totally regretted saying, hey, no response. <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, that suitcase was definitely jam-packed. That's all. Oh, it was bad. Oh, I saw that. That was good. <laughs> Totally open myself saw to that, that one. I don't even know what I was thinking. Come on, it's good no matter how you slice it. Oh. So there was a, a suitcase on where was it on the mouse chat Facebook page that looked like a sandwich? Yeah. It was like a. I regrettably posted that. Oh, I see. Yeah, that was a pretty crummy move. Oh boy. And, yeah, and then oh, the puns, Lisa. the puns came out. I can't imagine and having then a suitcase Sharpie like didn't that. Didn't respond. Like he didn't say anything. Was it was like he was trying. Lauren. I was like, is he trying to control himself so I don't kill him? <laughs> and then I poked him. And then after I poked him, it was like one after another. I was mm. like, oh, what did I do? I'm regretting this. <laughs> you had it coming to you. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. So like, what was yeah. I thinking? Lisa, what's how, our how topic? Do you, how do you prime a bread pump? Oh, boy. I didn't. I didn't even know there was such I a thing. I don't know that I want to know. Uh, what, With what? a pump or nickel. <laughs> Oh, boy, that's, I can't. That was horrible. That was beyond bad, Sharpie. That's really bad. Wow. All right. So today we're going to be Because <laughs> we digress. Yeah. It's one of those nights where we need to get right into it. So tonight we're going to be talking about um, the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando and why you should still book on property. Yeah, benefit benefits of staying on property mm-hmm. at uh, Walt Disney World. Yeah, we actually we saw a, a listener actually posted the question on our Facebook page, and it kind of got us thinking about it. So we thought we would bring the answers to from all of us. Good job, light bulb. All right, from so all of us to all of you. What's the what's the number one thing there, Lisa? You want to read that one and then we'll All just right. kind of so jump on. So the first thing that we came up with is park reservations are more available to on-site guests. There's there's it's easier. So there you go. Someone explain what a park reservation is for those who don't know. Yeah, that is kind of new. So uh, Lauren, why don't you explain park reservations and why we think sure. this is a benefit? So the way park reservations work is you have to book a reservation to get into a park each day. And the way Disney has it split up, they actually have three different levels of park reservations. So you have annual pass holders, you have daily ticket guests, and you have um, resort guests. And resort guests have the most amount of availability. And then it goes to annual pass holders and then then, um, off-site. Gotcha. So if you just purchase a five-day ticket and you're staying at the Holiday Inn, you're going to have less opportunities to get those park days. Now, when the park's not busy, it's not hard. Hollywood Studios is probably one of the hardest ones to get into. So if that's an important park, that might be a perk that will actually be something that you're looking for. So there is definitely more availability for resort guests. I gotcha. So for those... Go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, do you have anything to add on that, Sharpie? Um, here's the thing to remember. Is that from the time you book until the time you stay, things are going to change right now. A lot. So, a lot. And, and, and they may change a week after you book. They may change two days before you check in. But as a Disney resort guest, especially with park reservations and all that stuff, you are going to be taken care of first. Right. Yeah. So whenever you think about all, all of, all of the, the variables that are unknown with a COVID era Disney vacation, you want to make sure that you have the best advantage possible to take care of any additional park hours, to take care of any changes to transportation modes. You want to make sure that, that you're well positioned for Disney to take care of you. If you are off property, Disney can't take care of you. Yeah. But if you're right. on property, Disney can take care of you, provide you with the most up-to-date information. It's right on your TV when you wake up every morning. Any yep. amount of planning that you have done and all of a sudden there are changes taking place, Disney's going to take care of you. You have to keep that in mind when you're considering on-site, off-site. Yeah, the changes that have been made and 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 let's face it, the Magical Express change is not coming until 2022. So that's no reason to not use it now. The other the other thing with the, the change in extra magic hours is you still have extra access. So Disney's going to take care of you. Yeah. That that that's the thing to remember. They're going to take care of you whether something happens mid-stay on your trip or whether there are changes that happen with with rules, regulations, any of that stuff that, that, that COVID has brought about, Disney's going to take care of you if you're their guest on property. Right. Long and the short of it. Cool. So I just want to make sure everyone understands. So, <laughs> so if you, um, if you're just listening to mouse chat for the first time or you're planning a Disney vacation and you're not into Disney, like we are, um, you're probably thinking, oh, I, I have a ticket. I just show up. I've been to Disney. I just show up with my ticket. I've already bought it. And I just go to the Magic Kingdom and I get in. Or I go to the Hollywood Studios with my ticket and I get in. That's that's not how it works anymore because of uh, COVID. Now. Yeah. So, and, and like Sharpie <laughs> said, things are, th things are constantly in <laughs> yeah. flux. So right now, because they're trying to keep the crowd levels very low at the parks, you have to have a park reservation in addition to your ticket. So... If you have a ticket that doesn't get you into the park, unless you also have a reservation for that park on that day. So right. what Lauren and Sharpie are saying is um, if you're staying at a Disney resort that is there at Walt Disney World and not off site, that's one that Disney owns and, and operates basically for the most part. Um, those resorts have privileges as being a resort guest. You're on the, on the, uh, the list to, uh, to get a, reservation to the Magic Kingdom or Disney Hollywood Studios, probably easier than you would be if you were staying at a Holiday Inn or something off property. Right. So that's one of the and advantages. That's not to say that as a park guest, Hollywood Studios might be booked for your day as well, if, mm -hmm. especially if you're booking last minute, but you have a better shot at it as a park guest than anybody else. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. So book as far out in advance as you can, and, and that's when you get the best deals for discounts. Uh, as well as, you know, you can start 
hopefully planning these things and booking them uh, and getting it before the last minute trip. So, so if you can plan in advance, it's, it's a little easier to get everything set up for you. Good points all the way around. Yep. What's the, what's the next one there, Lisa? Okay. So, excuse me, the on-site guests will get a 30 minute early entry into any of the four parks yep. that, you know, for which they have reservations. Um, so they will, they'll get in early. They'll get in before anyone else. Yeah. Which a lot of people are saying that that's not really a, a value thing because Disney's been doing that anyway, but supposedly that they will only be allowing um, resort guests in when they implement this, which they haven't put an official start date on it yet, but it's coming. Um, and so when that happens, resort guests should get 30 minutes in the park before anybody else. And that's actually going to give you a head start. So you can actually get a ride in and get in line for another ride before everybody else enters the park. Yeah. And if it, you know, for those who think half an hour is no big deal, stand outside the park and let everyone else go in and you wait until actual opening and let's see how right. much of a difference it makes. Yeah. We talked about it on a previous show. There's, there's um, pros and cons. Somebody, but yes. One of the, uh, the bloggers or podcasters, I can't remember who I, I read it and I can't remember who said it. They actually did like a study on it and they said that you actually gain an extra hour of your day. If you utilize that 30 minutes. Well, wait times. I think, it is more than, you know, a half hour that you would gain from one to one thirty. Well, it's super light crowds. But, yeah. It's even light it's even light. Li get, it's lighter than the light crowds. You can get <laughs> a lot done. You, I won't be there. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> the advantage versus I'm not a rope drop girl. I think the, the advantage is it's it's at every park, so you don't have to go what park is early today. Um well, the disadvantage right now or the the thing that's we, we hope changes is it's thirty minutes. We we were hoping for at least an hour, but um, yeah. right now they've said it's 30 minutes early, but you know, there's not, a, there's not that many people going, so it doesn't make, I guess, financial sense for Disney to open all the parks, all four of them an hour early at this point. Yeah. And I think Disney will do something different with that yeah. once the COVID world is done. Yep. Yeah. Cause they're only at 35% uh, occupancy now is what they're doing to let people in to the, uh, the parks. And we don't know when those are going to change. As yeah. Far as, um, they, they, yeah. We don't know when that's going into yeah. effect. Yep. <clears throat> okay, cool. What uh, advantage number three, Lisa? Okay. Advantage number three. Um, I don't think there has ever been, nor will there ever be a time in Disney history where the safety and cleanliness will surpass what we have now. Yeah. Mm. It is so clean. I think I saw Lauren licking a handrail the other day. Yeah, I was. You're like, you why not? Tell anybody now. Why were you? You, you promised. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but you know, it's it's in the parks. It's in Disney Springs. It's in the resorts. It's everywhere. So, I, it it just creates such a level of comfort to know that things are clean. And right. I do hope that this level of cleanliness stays. No, I haven't been since uh, Lauren's been a bunch. So do they, um, I did go to Universal in September for a few days, but they take your temperature. Doing an equally great job. Is it the honestly. same, is it the same type of thing? Like I would come down, yeah. they take your temperature in the morning 
They give you a wristband. Well, that's universal. Do they do Universal's that at Disney? No, Disney's doing temperature checks to get into the parks. Okay, cool. So to get into Disney Springs and all four parks, oh, you have to I do gotcha. a temperature check before you. Oh, it's the same. I guess it's the same. I, I, it's, I, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just similar. Yeah, so Universal does. You could get it done at the hotel, and then you get through security a little quicker. Right. That's but that's if you're going to the park for the day at Universal, they're doing it at park yeah. entrance. Yeah, so you could do it there also. That's cool. Yeah. I got and you. I, in my book, Disney and Universal are both doing things right. Yeah. Like, and and I have to be honest, I wouldn't want to stay anywhere else because of the fact that I know that they're taking COVID seriously. I know that they're not following the, hey, it's okay to open rules. They're all, they're all still at that lower capacity. They're all still doing everything they can to keep us safe. Um, there's hand sanitizer everywhere. The the rooms are being kept clean. They're doing mobile order. They're doing everything they can yeah. to keep you safe, even in the hotels. So you're not walking up and exposing yourself to 50 people at the hotel. You know, um, to me that I feel safer there than I do in my own hometown. And I live in Jersey where it's, it's really cautious here, Yeah. you know, um, so I, I just, I think that that comfort level during COVID is worth any little extra money that you're spending to stay there. Yeah, I agree. It's the same when I went to Universal and we stayed at the Hard Rock, which is a Universal on-site property. You you get that, you're in this whole enclosed the environment. Bubble. Yeah, you, you feel, which which was an advantage at Disney before because you felt like you're you're in that Disney magic. Before COVID came, it was like, oh, if you stay off property, it's like you, I don't know. It's like, it's just, it's, it's not just, the bubble. It's, yeah. It's just not as magical when you go well, Now outside. that's a good point. Think about the <laughs> yeah. shuttles. So you're yes. taking Disney transportation to the parks, right? And everybody's spaced Disney's out. Got, they're spaced out. There's maybe a quarter of the number of people on that bus that were always on that bus. Yeah. Um, they have plexiglass up. They're putting nobody near each other. Yeah. Now you get on a shuttle that you've waited an hour for at a offsite property. Yeah. Do you it, think that shuttle is going to be that protected? No. Or do you think they're going to pack everybody in that shuttle because it's only once an hour? Yeah. And it probably drops off at three or four hotels and on international right. drive or Kissimmee. Like or there's no way. Yeah. It's yeah. Because they don't have a lot of people staying at those hotels. So they're, they're going to pick up from a bunch of places and probably get as many people and only run them very infrequently would be my, would be my guess, but make sure you research it. But yeah, I would assume that's how that would work. So I feel like in addition to staying in the magic of the Disney bubble, it's also, they're following all, like Lauren said, all of these safety guidelines and procedures, and they're actually doing them when you, when you go there. Sharpie, anything else on the, uh, the, the safety bubble? (sighs) (laughs) There's so much to say. Oh, boy. Now you grabbed him up. You're going to regret that just like I did. You're going to regret that, Steve. You're going to regret that. Yes. Um, Here's the one thing that I experienced in an overwhelming fashion during my trip in October, and that is the fact that everything that Disney does it goes back to the, the to to the, the keys. If you've ever done the oh, keys yes. the key before, yes. safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency, and 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 the new key of, of inclusion. 
with Disney, safety is number one. It's safety. It's number one in their transportation operations. It's number one in the way they operate the parks. It's number one in their the, the, the way they operate their attractions. Safety is number one. If you have a, a, a hotel offsite that has been, their, their business has been obliterated since March of 2020, and they are doing all they can to keep their head above water just to stay afloat as an individual property, you can't guarantee safety no matter where you go. It is all about calculated risks. And Disney knows their reputation is on the line and their reputation is far too valuable to sacrifice safety. I, I, I can say it a thousand times. I can say it a million times. But the level of trust that I have in Disney's operations because of their desire to protect their reputation, they are going to protect their guests at any reasonable cost to remain open. And at the point that it is no longer a reasonable cost to stay open during this time, I know that their operations are going to dramatically shift. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're going to get there. I think it, I think we're, we're as far as rebounding to, to the way business as usual, I think we're on the upswing and I think Disney knows that and they're not going to rush things because they're, they're willing to toss you out of the park. If you are not wearing your mask properly, that's what it comes down to. And I don't trust any place off site other than universal to have the same level and consistency and, and gravity of operation that Disney does because the, if you have your mask on off or have it on improperly, they're going to escort you out of the park. Yep. Flat well, out. I have a funny on that one. Well, it's not a funny, but it's a story. Um, the girls actually have um, an acquaintance of theirs from that they went to high school with. They're not really friends with her, but she actually was posting all over social media. She was there and she took her mask off at Disney to take a picture. And they came up and said to her, if I see you take your mask off again, you will be escorted from the park. And she threw a fit all over social media. The girls actually wound up unfriending her and unfollowing her because they were like, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how my girls are. They're like, nope, not playing with that. Okay. Um, and I think but that's she important. Actually, she was complaining. She's like, I'm going to call and talk to the head of Disney. And like, she was like livid. Grow up. Yeah. Yeah. So Be an adult. It is, is understood. You agree when you purchase your ticket that you will yep. abide by the rules. And it's in fine print, but it's there. And don't mess with these people. Don't mess there with Disney. There is signs every 10 feet that say, if we catch you and we have to keep talking to you, you are out. And there's audio. <laughs> at, All over the park. Every, what, 10 minutes? Every, yeah. The audio reminders. So just in case you're not reading the signs, right. there are audio yeah. reminders around you constantly of what the rules are for you being inside that park. And yeah. there's literally the job of a cast member right now is to tell people to put their mask on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Like how, you know, how stupid are you? Just follow the rules. So the rest of us can play like, 
I don't get it. Don't go if you can't handle it. it it's so true because you either, if you want to play the game, you play by their rules and they're, they're everywhere. So, and they're a private company, so they make the rules. They can do that. They can kick you out and not pay you money back. Yep. Okay. So it's funny because we've known about this next one for about a week, I think. And, and, and we're not happy about it. We're not happy about Admittedly. it. <laughs> and I, I feel more value for it. And so this is a, a perk. And I never used to think of it as a perk. I used to take it, per, it, take it for um, granted. And I'm sorry, Disney Magical Express. I took you for granted. But anyway, you still have the availability to use Disney's Magical Express all the way through the end of 2021. All departures that start in 2021 will be eligible for Magical Express services. And it is not the same Magical Express services that we knew a year ago. But it's still going to transport you to and from the Orlando International Airport on a motor coach with fun cartoons. Yes. And I may actually ride it the next couple of trips just to say goodbye to it. It might be a goodbye. Yeah. You know? Sayonara. Well, it's free. Lord knows I would not pay for it. Yeah. Well, it's, well it was well, nice. I mean, you do. But you, you know, I mean, I wouldn't actually actively pay for it. It's an Uber or a Lyft. I mean, yeah. Because yeah. it saves I you, I mean, it saves you what, 40 bucks from the airport on an Uber and 40 bucks back? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I think that forty bucks so is totally worth it. To so, take an Uber so you get a free you get a free ride from the airport uh, to to your hotel and back from uh, Disney, which you don't get from uh, other off property hotels. Yeah, so, and we don't know what the prices are going to do once Magical Express is gone. There's a lot of yeah, I don't know speculation about what will happen January first and what will be available. Uh, I wonder if the lift prices will adjust because the market will be flooded. Uh, yeah. Or if it'll be dry, you know, if, if there are no drivers. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm sure Mears is going to step in and do something anyway about that. Yeah, so. I yeah. think so, too. I mean, and here's the thing. Now is the time to go down there and start a transportation business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but don't forget, Magical Express does not include the luggage service anymore. So if you haven't been in a while since... Um, the pandemic outbreak, they are not touching luggage. So you do have to actually grab your own luggage and bring it to the bus, but it transports with you. So it's all good. Yeah. I prefer I like it that way. My luggage anyway. Yeah. I, I prefer it. Yeah. I always like the delivery service. Like, yeah. Well, and yeah. I used it. Don't get me wrong, but I, I do like, I, I hate waiting three hours for my bag. No, I yeah, I agree. I've, I, we've done both. It seems that I, you know, whenever I do use the actual luggage service, I need something. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, we got to be at this dinner event and uh, yep. it's in 30 minutes and my bag is still not here. Yeah. That's, right. That's, and that's, that's happened the, many times yeah. to us. <laughs> yeah. But if, if you're just going for fun and you're going to be in the park and come back to your room at midnight, um, then it's great. So. All right. So this next point kind of um, makes you forget that you have to be fiscally responsible. <laughs> Yeah, um, dangerous. It is. It can be. And I, I've, I've gotten more into this in the last couple of years. Um, I don't know why. I just kind of gave into it. But charging back to the room um, by using your magic band. And it's seamless. Boom. Yeah. Done. 
Yep. It's so my easy, especially when you're at food and wine. Oh, so easy. That's true. <laughs> you're funny. So it's a good way to go. So yeah, you put a credit card on your room when you check in and then you have your magic band and you just touch and go wherever you go. And then when you check out, it's all charged well, to your credit card. And the nice thing is, it's like if you have teenage kids that are going to separate from you, they can just pay for things like they can get lunch without you. And oh, you don't need wait, 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 what? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I always did that with the girls. Oh. Like, oh, I want a Mickey bar. And I'm like, go oh, use that, your magic band. That, that, that gives me heart palpitations. <laughs> <laughs> no, my girls would never charge without asking. It works oh. for my family. That's good. Oh. Do they, I don't know if they still do this. I don't know if they would or would not do this with COVID going on. I don't know if it, if, if it matters. The other advantage what it used to be, and maybe still is, uh, that if you, you're buying a bunch of stuff, you can have it sent back to your resort. Right uh, now, that's not. Is that off? Yeah. Okay. Because it's people handling your stuff. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It'll be back. I, I don't see that not coming back. Yeah. I, I, I assume that'll come back. Disney wins on that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So match but. bands charging, definitely an advantage. Okay. So the last one that we have is just the Disney on-site transportation. It makes it so easy to go back and forth between the parks and the resorts. Um, you don't deal with parking. You don't deal with waiting for trams. Um, I I like ferries, skyline, monorails. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. So that you have lots of choices now, and good choices. Yeah, yeah and they're all included. Well, and here's the thing: when you are in the Disney bubble, it's very easy to go and take a nap or go back and swim for an hour and then go back into the parks. So uh, taking that break in the middle of the day when you're on property is a much easier scenario, especially if you time it. Like if you're close to Epcot and you pick a Hollywood Studios or an Epcot day to go back, that's an easy transfer back and forth. You know what I mean? Like you're not going far. If you're 20 minutes off property, you may have a 40 minute ride to leave the resort because it's 20 minutes from Magic Kingdom to the end of property. And then when they say 20 minutes from Disney, they mean 20 minutes from the entrance of Disney. From Disney property, not a theme right. park. Yep. Not the park. So, and like Disney Springs to Magic Kingdom is a 20 minute drive. So, and Disney Springs is kind of the beginning of yeah. um, Disney property. So anywhere you are offsite, if it says, oh, we're only 15 minutes from uh, Disney. Yeah. Okay. That's a 35 minute drive to Magic Kingdom. So now without traffic, without, without traffic. Yeah. Yes. And if they, there's always traffic. Yeah. <laughs> and then a lot of those resorts used to bundle with other hotels. And especially now if they, you know, they, they pay a service to pick up at four different hotels. So you go from right. maybe the Hyatt to the best Western to the comfort Inn, to, yeah. uh, to the Magic Kingdom and they only run at, yeah, every very, very rarely because the, the attendance is so low. So it's got to be even miss low. your pickup to go home. Now you're standing outside for an hour. Yeah. The other thing is that they drop off like at the Magic Kingdom, they drop off at the ticket and transportation center instead of at the entrance. So then you have to take the bus or the monorail or the boat over. It's just I think people don't think about the time as money aspect. They, they see that they can save $50 or whatever at an offsite hotel and then they don't equate the 
value. Well, yeah, all the all the time of all right, we got to catch the shuttle. Oh, we missed the shuttle. Now we got to wait an hour for the next shuttle because I'm off property. The shuttle's going to stop at four hotels and pick up, which I didn't know. It's there's going to be a resort fee added to my cheap hotel that now yeah. makes it more than I thought. Right. And people don't realize there's resort fees on a lot of the offsites. Yeah, Not they, all of them. Yeah, that, that's how they pay for the shuttle and everything else. So yeah. it all gets, you're like, what is this bundled resort fee? It. It's all bundled in. It's all hidden afterwards, and then you're already there. Yep. That that night, nightly rate of 120 Yes. at, at a major at, at a major chain. Yeah, it could very easily become one, 150 or 155 or 160 yeah. yep. just because yeah. of a, a 20, 25, 30. I've seen... I've seen in the Orlando area daily resort charges of forty five dollars. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then you have parking fees if you have a car. Yeah. Yep. It just so now here's another up. thing to think about: car rental. Like, let's say you decide, all right, I'm going to bypass the whole shuttle thing. I'm going to rent a car. Now you may potentially have parking fees off site, parking fees at Disney because you're not a resort guest. Because resort guests get free parking on site. They have to pay for parking at the hotel, but they get free parking to the parks. So let's say you decide you want to do that. Now you have parking at the hotel. Now you have parking at the parks, which is not cheap. Yeah. And that's another $25 a day. You can tack on to your nightly rate. Yeah. It, it, um, it, it adds um, up. Yeah. And like Lauren Quickly. said, yeah, it's very, um, it, it, you know, you got at least an hour to the resort or, and to the parks from offsite and at least an hour back, if, if not longer, both ways. And that just eats up time, especially when the parks are open limited hours or you want to go back to the hotel. It's not as easy to just go back to the hotel and go swimming. You're pretty much done for the day if you leave. You know, and now you get, I do get a lot of people that ask about Swan Dolphin. And Swan Dolphin, Disney just removed a lot of the benefits from them. So you no longer have um, bus transportation from there. Cause they discontinued that. So now you have to, you have to use whatever their shuttle they're providing, which I'm sure is one of those every hour type shuttles like everybody else. Yeah. You know? Um, so they're starting to strip the benefits from Swan Dolphin as well. He says there are more. What's next? Well, we forgot the most important thing of all. But wait, there's Uh-oh. more. <laughs> what is it? What, what's the wait, important? is this an infomercial? <laughs> it could if you be. buy in yes. the next 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're going to throw in. <laughs> what are we throwing in? I want to know. Reduce parking. Yes. Now, we've all stayed. I mean, I've stayed off property. It's been a long time. But that's how we, we've learned. And like when I was in high school or college or sleeping in my car, at the Arby's parking, parking lot. lot. So <laughs> I've, I've kind of done it all. So I've, I've actually, but, and then once I started staying on property and you can stay at a value resort and it's not that much more. It, it, no, when you, really when you add all this in, it's really, you're, it's really almost the same or a better deal depending on what deals are going on to just stay at he a Disney value resort. Property, he missed the beef and cheese yes. and the curly fries. Yes. I mean, yes. I, and, you, and then there's no cop knocking on the window that? at 3 a.m. shining his light in your car. There's none of that <laughs> at, at a, when you actually stay at a Disney Valley Resort. But um, yes, what was next on the list? It's obvious: the Disney magic and the pixie dust. Oh, we talked Disney a little. Magic. We talked a little I about that. I do like the pixie dust tie-in. Yes, you like that? Yep, I do. Yes. Hidden so, Mickey's. Yeah, I mean you're surrounded by Disney. Hidden. 
Mickey's. Yeah. 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 So you're surrounded by it. And I think that's fantastic. The lobby music. The smells. Smells. Yeah. You have good resort smells instead of stanky. (laughs) Instead of of Orlando humidity funk. Yeah. (laughs) And that's not a new type of jazz. (laughs) No, it's not. It's an old stank. Um, But yeah, I had to throw that in. You just feel better when you're on Disney property. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know that you're going to enjoy the food that's on property, right? You've got restaurants. You've got a quick service at every restaurant available to you. Um, I've stayed offsite where you're stuck. I mean, you can maybe go down to a small um, gift shop, but they don't always have food. You know, a restaurant or even in the gift shop. So I like I like food. Yeah, just I like good food. Yeah. Well, you can stay at the boardwalk. You have a lot of options there. There's a lot more than just the the gift shop at or or the the breakfast buffet at the Holiday Inn. And you can order it right from your phone. Yeah, there's a lot going. Fabulous. I um. If you if you think about it, there are I mean just resort walking. And, you know, checking out your resort, you're going to have so much more fun checking out the contemporary than, you know, something that really doesn't even have a lobby. Yeah. You know, it has hallways and elevator and some rooms. So. It's definitely. uh, Grounds. Well, we we, we would drive. We would drive to Walt Disney World. And then when we'd stay on property, um, you get immersed in this kind of magic because. Everybody's polite. There's the Disney music playing everywhere. They pump in these amazing scents, depending on which hotel. You're like, oh, the smell, the beach club has a certain smell and the Grand Floridian. And then there's entertainment. It's just, you know, the characters are there. There's a nice swimming pool. It's just a beautiful resort. And then you go to the park and you come back to the same beautiful experience at the resort. And then, uh, and I wouldn't even realize how awesome until I got in my car and I drove and I had to stop for gas four hours later to fill up the car to come back to Atlanta. And then you get out of the car and you go into some dirty fast food place and the people are not very helpful and they mess up your order. And then you're like, oh, I'm back. <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> reality. it's oh, just such a, it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm back in the real world. The, the street signs aren't purple and red and cheerful and everything's manicured and just beautifully done. And then you come back to this reality of, oh, yeah, I'm back in the real world. So it's, which you kind of go in and out of that when you're off property, depending on where you stay, you know, you kind of go back and forth from that. So that's definitely the advantage. I think the bottom line is that there's plenty of reasons to still stay on property, even though it feels like there's not. I mean, I also feel like, look at California. We could be like them. You know, we're open, we're playing, we're having fun. There's still perks. It's still magical. You know, yeah. and it's going to get better. It's got to get better. Yeah. I've been saying it for a year, but eventually it's going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's going to be the 50th anniversary, October. Right. It's got to be better. So, and Lisa's already hit her 50th anniversary. You're next, girly. There you yeah. go. <clears throat> Yep. So we're going to celebrate, Lisa, and I are going to celebrate our 50th together we will. on October 1st. With Mickey. With Mickey to celebrate all of our 50ths. 
It'll and I good. believe that's going to be also the weekend we do our mouse chat meetup, right? If COVID uh, doesn't tell I don't us. know. That's going to be a hard weekend to, to book. So I'm not sure. That... Well, I think a lot of people are already booked. <laughs> okay. All right. So maybe. Who knows? So maybe we'll try to do something like we'll get together. Disney Springs or something that weekend after. We could have a like a friendship rope with six feet that has little knots every six feet that everybody holds on to as we walk around the world showcase. There you go. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what we talked about. Nothing official yet, but we'll see. But Lisa and I will be there celebrating our 50th with Mickey. Nice. Yes. We're there. Yeah. So 50th exactly anniversary, exactly. so many cool things that I, I am sure will happen hopefully over at, uh, Dis- at Disney world, Epcot, MGM. Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom. So, so yeah, so it should be, and that's in the fall. So we should be uh, hopefully in a much better place. Uh, hopefully a lot of people are vaccinated. And- yep. Well, hopefully we get all that cleared up this year. Yeah. But there's so much going on. If you haven't listened to the other shows, we did uh, the uh, Festival of the Arts. We talked about that yep. on another show. Um, all the food items that they have, plus everything else going on entertainment art wise so and we uh, should mention mm-hmm. i don't know if anybody else saw it but i'm sure they did the bathrooms at ratatouille are open <laughs> it's coming you gotta people. you gotta go just in case you have to wee wee one of the first places <laughs> you were sharpie. literally holding on to that sharpie sharpie i can't <laughs> oh, sharpie sharpie you can be one of the first people to wee wee in the uh in the Sharpie's new like, uh I want to wee wee. in the new remy bathrooms <laughs> There you go. That's just a whole reason to go. We can make a meme. We'll make a meme of you, Sharpie. Wee wee. Oh, no. Wee wee. I'm sure someone, someone who's there, go ahead and make a, make a meme of, uh. Oh, I'm so doing that in February. And then, uh. I'm going to post it on Mouth Chat. You guys are, wee wee. You guys are such trouble together. Wee wee. Sharpie and I are like brother and sister. I knew if I kept at it long enough, I would bring one of you over to the door side. I would have yeah, that's the last one I would have suspected. I thought I was a shoe in. I thought Lisa was gonna cross over. Lisa's really she's got her toe over that for the longest time. Uh, Who are you kidding? Yeah, but it's my job to keep you guys in control. I'm very good at it. Has, has anybody seen photos of the bathrooms? I, I'm, that, that's not a no, phrase you I, hear I every day. Haven't. I don't know. I'm, so what did they do? Did they did they announce it? I saw something on it, but I didn't. I didn't read the whole thing. Yeah, I saw they opened the gates up so that you can get oh. to the bathroom. Like you, can, you can see the crepe store, I think. All right. So the, yeah, I the crepe store is cool. The pictures of it. And in Disneyland uh, Paris, they have uh, nope. Chef. Uh, what, what's his name? I can't. Remember it? That's not Gaston. It's a uh, Gudo. Gu, gu, what is it, Lisa? Gusto. You're asking me. I always Chef mess Gust- it up. I always have, call him Gaston. They have Chef Gusto's re- restaurant. <laughs> no, um, but I, so I think the crepe the crepe place is a much better addition <laughs> than uh, an actual. I may have had too many glasses of wine tonight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You gave me that extra fifteen minutes to prep for the show. I may have had wine. That's too much. <laughs> Can't let you do that again. But the Remy ride is really cool. We did all uh, three of us have done it at Disneyland Paris, and it was many, many years ago, and it was just very nice. So you'll love you'll love the Remy ride. It's, it's super cute. I think I might be there when it opens. You could be could be there for soft open. I think I'm gonna be. 
So, and if I'm not, a, there's thirty dollars flights on Frontier, so I could totally you could, make yeah, it. Yeah, you could do it. It's like going to lunch. It's cheaper yeah. to it's cheaper to go to Disney World. Well, I uh, keep saying the happily ever after. If they bring that show back, yeah, it's definitely worth it. I will fly down for the day just to see it. I'm not even kidding. I will live from it. I yeah. promise you guys. That would be cool. Well, it'll be a little while until they do the fireworks shows again. Yeah, it's probably not going to be till the 50th. Yeah, I don't think anyone doubts that you would be there. Mm-mm. Nope. It's my favorite. I'm going to cry like a baby. I'm going to be sitting on the lawn <laughs> crying like a baby. Because <laughs> uh, I'm doing the dessert party that night, so I don't have anybody around me because I'm still going to have COVID. And those shows, those shows definitely, <laughs> those are tear jerkers. All right, uh, great. let's get the little kid voice to sing the song. Make it really sad. Oh, that's vicious. I know, but all of those like so touching. Um, and then Spider Man ride. Ooh, we yeah. saw that too. Disneyland, California. Disney, yeah, Disney Parks. Um, posted on Twitter a little video from with Tom Holland with his little accent. He's so cute, and uh, talking about the ride and showing kind of what the ride vehicles are going to look like and. Super exciting. So we get to see a sneak peek of that. And just, you should check it out on Twitter. So I saw the vehicle. And Sharpie, maybe you've seen it too. So it looks like, I don't know, because I haven't seen all the vehicles of all the new rides. But I maybe, posted it on Mountain too. Maybe it's like a trackless vehicle. Maybe. I don't know. And then it, um, it must have cameras that detect where your arms or, or hands are. And so you can yeah, shoot. Interactive. Yeah. So it looks like you can shoot your own webs. In the while you go through the ride, which is going to be hysterical, <laughs> kind of like Toy Story. That's like the level of interaction that people are coming to expect from Disney. Yeah. Well, because you, yeah, you can do it in your living room now, right? On uh, pretty much anything. So uh, that's pretty cool. Well, it's kind of like maybe Toy Story Midway Mania. Um, I think it's higher level, but than definitely, that, uh, but definitely higher level where you're uh, you're doing something interactive. It looks like from just seeing the people in the video. It looks really cool. Yep. And it's Tom Holland's voice. He's so cute. So it should be cool. So when uh, Disneyland in California opens back up, keep an eye out for Marvel. Yep. Exciting! I can't wait to see Marvel. You're funny. I, I think I'm going to have to go for that too. Yeah. And you're going to live stream? Yeah. No okay. problem. Yeah. Thought so. As long as I don't have to be on the video, I'm good. Okay. Disneyland. <laughs> All right. No, so. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show here. Any objections? No, I'm good. Okay. Cast your web, Lisa. Mm. Oh. Okay. Pull it in. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have any comments or questions, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. And if you're not already a part of this, come check out our Mouse Chat fan community. A lot of listeners are over here interacting, having fun, goofing off, laughing at puns. Sharpie. And uh, yeah, it's it's fun. We're all Disney nerd minded. It's uh, on Facebook. It's a Facebook group. So just search for uh, Mouse Chat Fan Community on Facebook. Yep. And that's where you're going to find us. And uh, we have some fun out there, too. (laughs) Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.